0: Hey, y'all, and welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and I'm joined by Jonathan. Hey, hey, y'all. Squeaks. Squeaks. And Daniel. Ola. There's that Ola? I was waiting for that Ola. Uh, all right, so let's start with uh, the sad news, of course. Uh, we had Chadwick Boseman. He just passed away from a four-year battle of colon cancer. I didn't even know he had colon cancer. Um, and, uh, and if you look at the timeline, that means he was playing Black Panther while he had cancer and stuff like that, like unreal uh it's very unfortunate and very sad uh do you guys have any comments on the situation
1: no it's just a uh, it's um crazy unexpected um and yeah. we had like two um out of like left field people pass away with a uh, kobe and now chadwick chadwick mm-hmm. and it's just like man you think these people um it's like you think these people are like superheroes where they're invincible and they're super healthy and all this stuff. And it's like, dang something from out of nowhere just comes and it's uh, always someone super unexpected too. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, it's one of those things where you just never know. So take uh, care of your loved ones or, you know, talk to them, keep those relationships going.
0: That's a good point. Yeah. You never know when it's going to be the end. And, and you know, yeah, Chadwick is a perfect example of somebody who you thought was, Healthy as a horse and, you know, uh, invincible. Yeah, Yeah, it was a good point, good way to say it. Um, And, uh, you know, man, just out of nowhere. We were midstream and then you texted me with it. And then I was like, those watching the stream knew that it was like, okay, we got to stop for a second. I got to, you know, send out, you know, a tweet or something like that to just kind of process it. And that whole night, uh, you know, we're trying to stream, playing a video game, you're trying to be all excited and stuff like that. And just like, man, this is not where my mind's at right now. It's, uh, you know, it's with his family. Um, Anything else you guys want to mention before we move on with our...
2: Uh, i agree i mean this is devastating it's sad when you lose any celebrity especially a celebrity that has a positive influence on his community mm-hmm. um but when people are dying from colon cancer every day thousands of people i'm sure yeah. i mean we don't see it because we don't recognize them or associate with them or yeah. something like that so hopefully this just opens more eyes to the fact that cancer hasn't stopped it's not slowing down so we need Get more support checkups. and research yeah yeah and yeah i heard that uh doctors are now suggesting uh to have colon screening at 45 instead of 50 now. Okay. So it's becoming a, a younger younger and younger uh, case. So yeah, he, when he
0: found out he had it was at stage 3 which is already pretty advanced and then it and then it got into stage 4. Um, so you know you you would assume that if you know people were to check often you'd catch it early on and maybe able to uh to fight it off. You know, four years battle that's I feel so terrible for him. But um yeah, Daniel did you want to say anything or
3: uh I just want to say I'm sorry for uh, his family it's really hard it's very hard like just think about it if i lost mm-hmm. somebody in my family i'd be devastated and uh, hopefully everybody gives his family uh a ton of support for yeah. for the loss
0: marvel's come out and said some wonderful things i i ended up yeah, in our discord that. guys can check out discord uh we uh share the link in the description um dc put out a wonderful tweet saying you know uh, a hero that transcends universes." Uh, Wakanda Forever, uh, Rest in Power, Chadwick. So it was it was really nice from DC as well, and just the out out outpouring of support has been really yeah. wonderful. So, uh, our heart, our hearts go out to uh to Chadwick Boseman and his family, and and wish them the very best. Uh, okay, so what have you guys been doing lately? What have you guys been playing or watching? Is there anything in particular that's standing out to you guys? I'll, I'll kick things off while you guys think about it. Last Kingdom. I just now got onto this bandwagon on Netflix, and oh my God, I'm in love. It's so good. Uh, it follows this... Uh, the character that it follows is fictional, is Utrich but um, it's actually based on a lot of uh, history, uh, Britannian history, so it's, it's actually pretty accurate, like the Saxons versus the Danes and stuff like that, Vikings and stuff. Yeah, and it's very, very fun. Uh, I like the speed in which it goes. It's like a Game of Thrones, but it turned up just a little bit faster. And uh, because it's set in uh, historical times you, you actually can like reference to something like, Oh, did, did King Alfred really hide in the marshes and wait to try to get his kingdom back? Yes, he actually did. And stuff like that. So it's been really fun to watch Uh really, really excellent characters. Some of the casting on the show is outstanding. Uh, I feel like I found a hidden gem, but I know other people have been watching it. Uh, buddy of ours, Scott, he, uh, he's one of those nerds that read all the book books. and everything like that. So I'm always like, tell me he doesn't die <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, but really good. So, uh, the Last Kingdom, it's on Season 4 already. I know I'm kind of late on this one. Season 4 just came out uh, recently, so check that out, guys. If you're missing your Game of Thrones itch, it's this one right here. Uh, so, uh,
2: Jonathan, let's go with you. Have you been watching or playing anything outstanding? Um, I've been trying to watch Avatar. I love the series. I could watch it over and over, but I'm trying to get my wife to really understand it, pay attention to it, because I realize it's the perfect medium between super geeky and not, that if we go to cosplay somewhere at a convention, I could totally get her to be Katara. Yeah. Uh, but I want her to know who Guitar is before I do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we're trying to get through that. She's been watching a show called love on the spectrum and she wanted me to mention it, I guess is good about, you know, kids with, um, autism and, oh, okay. you know, dating and stuff, dating other people on the spectrum or not. Yeah. Um, uh, but I've been playing raft lately and see a thieves with you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never played raft before. Buddy recommended it. It was pretty cool. It's entertaining. It's, uh, uh, just something else to play. Uh, but a game that i just saw a video about that i want to try came out a couple years ago it's called x4 foundations and it's like a big space sandbox kind of game so yeah. if anybody listening has played that has uh, suggestions recommendations let me know so yeah that's it's a
0: it. it's a simulator too it's like every little detail right mm-hmm. for x4 yeah that's really neat i have to check that out as well with you um, speaking of cosplaying conventions, I'm excited to go back to convention. And one thing I've always wanted to do is wear cosplay to them. And I have it cause I'm like, man, nah. but it kind of feels like after this pandemic, it's like, no, when I'm coming back, I'm coming back with theory, man. So <laughs> I'm already thinking about my cosplay to my next convention. And I'm thinking I'm going to go as King Robert Baratheon. And I'm going to make sure to have like my big tankard of ale and everything like that and go like super drunk and a sloppy King. And I can't wait to do it. It's gonna be a lot of fun. If you guys could go to any convention with cosplay, do you have anything in mind? Jonathan, you're thinking Avatar. You got any kind of Avatar guys you want to be?
2: Well, just because I'm bald, I would just be like Aang, but I want to be older (laughs) Aang that's in uh, Legend of Korra. Nice. Of course, I'm fat, so that's going to be hard, but whatever. Hey, Um, that's all right. Shit. Yeah. Bring my dog, dress her up like Appa. Uh, Bring one of the cats, could be Momo.
0: Your dog actually looks like uh, Korra's dog, actually.
2: Yeah. That's true. I don't know any good male characters to play from Korra. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's
2: true. It be Aang and Korra.
0: There you
2: go. Uh, Squeaks, Daniel, you guys got
0: any cosplays you guys are looking forward to trying out?
1: Yeah, I've been wanting to, uh, if the makeup could be right, is Emperor Palpatine. That's what I want. Ooh. I've actually said that a, f- a few times now. and I'm like, man, I think that'd be really dope with the hood. I keep the hood like really low. Yeah. And my eyes try to do it like a little sickening yellow eyes. Uh, just be a little hunched over here and there. Yeah, I think I'd that's off. good. Uh- yeah. I, I, I like
0: do. when it's like a big robe like that too. Cause then you're like, I could still be comfortable underneath this thing. Yeah. You know, right? so that's, good idea. that's smart.
3: Dan, you got any ideas, man? Uh, I probably wouldn't dress up. You guys already know. Um, but it'd be cool to go like, um, he's our cameraman. It'd be cool to go like a uh, supernatural convention or something like that. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That's a good one.
0: Uh, what have you, Daniel, have you been playing anything or watching anything of interest uh, lately?
3: Uh, I was watching legend of Korra and mm-hmm. I already finished that. That was, Pretty good, but also a little disappointing uh compared to the last one, the the Avatar. And yeah. right now I've been playing Call of Duty, uh Warzone, and Madden 21. Nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I always see you on Call of Duty, man. You're 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 like crazy uh, on that thing.
3: <laughs> almost every day. <laughs>
0: All right. So let's go ahead and get into uh real quick our Audible ad guys. Um help support the podcast. Sign up for an Audible Trial at audibletrial.com backslash geek freaks. We are currently listening to The Sandman. That's going to be our next uh, book club book. So check out The Sandman on audible.com. Go to audibletrial.com backslash geek freaks. All right, into the news. We were going to do a new Mutants review, by the way, but uh, I forgot that it was community night where we do our community streams, stuff of like that. So that everything's get pushed back. So new Mutants review next week. Head into the drive ins to check that out. But you guys can go to The Drive Ins, it's a new movie in a theater. Uh, so check out New Mutants, guys, if you can. I've been hearing some pretty mixed reviews of like, oh, it's really good, and some people are like, it's just another Fox X-Men, so uh, we'll have to see. We'll we'll give it a shot. Next, uh, Star Trek Discovery is headed to CBS. So Star Trek Discovery, very good show, I think. Um, The first season is going to be headed to the actual CBS broadcast. This is to fill in holes left by COVID-19. People aren't able to film shows, so they're like, well, we have content that a lot of people haven't seen. Here comes Star Trek. Uh, it'll be starting September 24th. That's, and it's going to be airing every Thursday, a new episode. This is a great way to bring people into discovery. Uh, Jonathan, what do you think? Do you think this is uh, something people should be recording?
2: Yeah, I think it's a win-win. The only way it could lose a little bit of, of, I don't know, effectiveness or whatever is if people don't subscribe to CBS All Access because they're getting that show for free because mm-hmm. that was one of their, their big hooks um but i think it's for all the people that don't have all access i mean definitely you should be watching the series you're getting a premium show for free so take advantage of it it's unfortunate that cbs you know is having a hard time because of covid they're not able to record so they have less content to put out but at least they do have premium content that they're able to just put out for free and help fill in the gaps so yeah i think it's a a win-win
1: you think they'll cut it off early though? Is it just to fill in the gaps and then cut off or you think they'll actually continue both seasons?
0: I think they'll do season 1. I think they should definitely do season 2 cuz season 2 is the better season. Better, it brings yeah. in Pike and everything. Um mm-hmm. but they'll probably do season 1 and then, you know, filming will pro- progress and then then you have to go to CBS Alexis to see season 2. So it might be a way to bring in people realistically. Mm-hmm. Uh Yeah. Yeah, but I really you're like watch oh, I don't want to
1: yeah, because then you're like, oh, I want to leave on a cliffhanger or whatever the heck you know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, it's Bring such it's a true. good show too. I'm, yeah, it, you I actually finished just started two, watching right? it. No, actually, I'm on episode nine. I actually just started it back up because I'm almost done. I think there's 14 episodes. So I'm yeah, something there.
0: like that. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. That final that final episode I think is better than most Star Trek movies. It's really dang really. Yeah, it really it's is. There's two. so much going on, wow. and they really did a good job of like tying in everything that happened in the season into that final episode. It was very well done. Daniel, you haven't watched Star Trek before, right?
3: No, none. All right, none guys. This is
0: Daniel's chance. Hit him up on Twitter. It's, it's at RyzenFTH. Get him to watch uh <laughs> some some Star Trek with us. Yeah.
3: Uh, I've seen the movies. Yeah. I've seen the two movies.
0: Oh, that's a problem because it's far more than two. This is
3: three. Well, <laughs> three of <laughs> the <than> newer ones. <laughs> oh man. I didn't go. There's, get those. There's three <laughs> new ones, and then there's like
0: 12 yeah. overall or something like that. Yeah.
3: No, I'm talking about like the new new ones. Yeah, yeah, and then there's three, three of the those new ones. ones. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. And the yeah, newest yeah, yeah, one has
0: sure. one scene. Me and Squeaks, I think, both agree that was really awesome, where they crank in the Beastie Boys and they're, like, surfing along. like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is kind of dumb and kind of awesome.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: uh, all right, something yeah. that Dana's going to know a lot about. Resident Evil series is in the works for Netflix. Um, this is going to be an eight-episode run, live-action Resident Evil series. Brought to us by Andrew Dabb, the co-showrunner of Supernatural. So if you're a Supernatural fan, this is really kind of your, your show. And we got Daniel who's a fan of both. Daniel, do you think that the guys who make Supernatural can handle a Resident Evil series?
3: Uh yes, I do. Especially with the uh, the way Supernatural is. It's like it's dark. Oh, well, some sometimes it's just dark and stuff like that. It's about creatures, monsters, and stuff. I, I think they could they could do it. I'm hoping yeah. it's Based off the games?
0: So uh, it, we know that the story will follow two different storylines. It'll be uh, twin 14-year-old sisters uh, that arrived to Raccoon City for the first time, and it's before the outbreak. So it'll be kind of the ramp up yeah. to the outbreak. It's also going to be following decades after the outbreak in Raccoon City when everything's falling apart. So we're going to be seeing both at the same time. It'll be flashing back and forth.
1: That's kind uh, of badass, actually. Yeah,
0: I, I like that. Is that from now? I, I am not as familiar with Resident Evil games as you are. Is that from any any particular Resident Evil game?
3: Those? No, because uh, you're playing mainly Leon and Claire on the second one, and you're playing as Stars members. I think on the very first one, right, Squeaks? You're playing as Stars, and you go in there. Well, yeah, you play. Yeah,
1: yeah, because uh, most of the characters are adults. So when you bring up like what the fourteen
3: year
1: old girls. Yeah, I mean, there's been little girls, but not nothing I could think of that would fit that description, like you're saying. The only girl
3: would be the president's daughter in uh, Resident Evil Four, but uh, yeah, that yeah, goes in a whole different continent. But I do have like all the Resident Evil books. Maybe I'll I'll have to take a look and see.
0: Okay, yeah, it's best when do they, need they actually have
3: handle- a story, though. What's that?
1: Something that I think it, we do need something though, not just based off the game, because then we kind of did that with the movies, and they're like, "Oh, that's a shitty ass version of Chris," or "That's a sh- crap." Yeah. cosplay version of Leon yeah. you know that's and that's how I feel like it needs its own story
0: and, and I'm excited to see a pre-zombie show because like Walking Dead we thought Fear of the Walking Dead was going to show like the ramp up to it um, I would like to see this ramp up a little bit better so I think this is a good opportunity for that we have a quote from Andrew Dabb Resident Evil is my favorite game of all time I'm incredibly excited to tell a new chapter in this amazing story and bring the first ever Resident Evil series to Netflix members around the world for every type of Resident Evil fan, including those joining us for the first time, the series will complete, uh will be complete with an with a lot of old friends and some things, bloodthirsty, insane things, people have never seen before. So I like the idea that he's gonna be like, oh, Leon happens to pop up in these few episodes. You yeah, know, maybe awesome. maybe we'll get something like that going on. Uh do all the Resident Evil's kind of seem like they're on the same time? Like do they all kind of happen near the same time?
1: Uh one, uh, two, and three are,
3: yeah, and then so, yeah. it's I like later, better. four comes in, and he has to go save the president's daughter from uh, uh psycho villagers or whatever, or he's cultists, all right, yeah, Experience
1: at yeah. that
0: point, I love that yeah. description. You have to save the president's daughter from psycho villagers amongst the zombies, yeah. it's, <laughs> like, a, it's, it's just a, so many it's
3: crazy, the things. Daughter, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 okay. I that's was like, awesome. it should be president's daughter, so yeah, uh, so they they're pretty close uh for sure two and three are like tight i think it's shoot is it two yeah, it's two then three so yeah, yeah it okay. is yeah.
1: all right
0: all right uh let's move on to the uh nintendo we have a switch rumored to be releasing next year. switch pro it's going to be bringing in 4k resolution uh bloomberg's reporting this they said they have sources on the inside uh they said that not only will it be 4K and more powerful, but it's actually going to come out with a whole new suite of games that are going to be ramped up to the 4K. Uh, we don't have a lot of information on this, but I'm thinking, what could Nintendo make that really is worthy of the 4K? Mario and stuff like that, they don't really need that 4K. Um, Breath of the Wild is the only thing I could really consider as like something that could benefit from that. Uh, can you think of a game, Squeaks, will start with you. You're a big Switch man. Yeah. Can you think of a, a Nintendo IP that needs that 4K resolution?
1: I really can't. And the reason is because there are style with most of the games, like the Marios, like the Kirby's, even Fire Emblems and Zelda themselves already look really pretty. So I feel like that the style of what they do is not necessary because it looks like Mario now. Like you see the texture in his hat and his clothing.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but even like everything they do, like Splatoon, like nothing requires that to be upscaled. And if it does, then I can see like a third party game but for nintendo's ips i just can't see it because the the, like i said the art style doesn't need it like it's super clean right now uh if anything i'm a little upset that 4k technology has been out for a while and what nintendo's doing is just kind of like that the phone company's like oh we're upgrading slowly 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 but it's like dude this technology's already out how do i not have a 4k switch
3: yeah well uh can i say something one i'm finally gonna buy a switch now Oh, well, I mean, two, yeah, oh, wow. perfect for those people.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> save your and money two, and buy one
3: without 4K, so it's half the price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they uh, didn't they add like Skyrim or not Skyrim? Um, yeah, Dark yeah, Souls. Witcher's been
0: on there. And- yeah, so, yeah so, so they
3: they definitely can do 4K on certain games like that. Yeah, probably not Nintendo games like Mario and stuff. But yeah. like if they're trying to pull more games into it, like remember they? I think they added Final Fantasy X and stuff like that. So it is needed if you're gonna keep trying to grab those games onto a Switch and making their platform a lot better.
1: Yeah, yeah, because they're I, trying to go back to the GameCube days where they did have all these other third parties.
2: Yeah, I agree with Squeaks. This feels like an iPhone nine release or something. Yeah, it's just like let's add a a small detail and mark it back up to the full original price because we have a bunch you know stocked in the warehouse and I don't know just a way to just a money grab, but
3: we'll yeah, see, I'm still fine. I'm still paying.
2: It's still frustrating,
0: though, because it feels like, okay, we're getting the next generation for both Xbox and PlayStation, and now Switch is upgrading to Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of feels like, you guys are really always playing catch-up. I understand that their audience is far different than those two companies. They're not trying to find the hardcore gamers. They're trying to find the people hanging out at home or just want to have fun. But it's like, I know, why can't this happen? Now, I'm looking at the positives on this. I think this could lead to the long-rumored xbox integration where we have game pass coming to the switch because they're not going to let game pass come to a switch if it can't possibly be at 4k you know what i'm saying you're going to have some of these great games *Sea of thieves and whatnot that look beautiful show it's full because witcher got nerfed into the ground uh we've seen we're seeing footage from uh gameplay from uh outer worlds on switch and they're like literally missing trees because they can't render it all so it would be nice to kind of have like this be the the segue into Game Pass or maybe even some PlayStation games making their way over, uh, catching up really basically with everybody else.
1: That'd be huge though. Think about it because now you could get Game Pass on your phone starting in like two weeks yeah. for uh, Android devices. So I'm already like ready for that. Um, but damn, and now to have Xbox on Nintendo. I mean, yeah, Xbox is going to become like the whole everyone's household.
0: I I really ecosystem. like that ecosystem.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah.
2: And what what be- do you think if what do you think if Nintendo partnered with like Epic or somebody to get uh, some of these streaming games like Fortnite or something big on their system so that I mean, they could be...
1: Fortnite like, is on Switch. Is it? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah oh, but yeah. you mean like exclusively yeah. or something like that would be pretty good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That'd be New huge. A yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, it's on Switch already, but that's a really good example of the limitations of Switch because when they first released Fortnite on everything, if you played on the Switch, you're literally getting less frames per second. So you're actually shooting slower than people other people on other mm-hmm. systems. So you were nerfed. They they fixed it now by making the bullets hit harder and stuff like that, but you were actually weaker when you were playing on the Switch because of its performance issues. So I think overall, this is a good idea. Um, partnering with something like Tencent works because they already partnered with Tencent to bring uh, the system to China. So they already have that kind of relationship. I could see something like that.
1: Yeah. Well, think of like Fall Guys. Like Say Fall Guys was a Switch exclusive. I mean, it kind of yes. fits the uh, image of it. I mean, shoot, man. That'd be a huge uh, streaming publicity just for Switch.
0: I need you guys to buy Fall Guys already. I'm so tired of you guys not playing it with me.
1: That's I know. So cool. I do want to play though. Only 20 <sighs> Just of the outfits. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's so fun.
0: Uh, all right. Uh, next, we have the uh, Halo veterans joining 343, which is the studio behind Halo now, uh, to help get the game finished. This is this is so weird to me. Okay, so 343 and Microsoft, they both uh, are trying to right the ship, and they're bringing on Jason Statton, who used to work on the old Bungie games. So like the original, you know, one, two, or three. Uh, Halo games. Uh, Staten was a writer for Bungie, uh, and he also was being joined by uh, Pierre Hintze, uh, who did the Halo Master Chief Collection and is the one that brought it to Steam and stuff. So Microsoft says that they're going to be bringing over more veterans as well, and they're just trying to get this job done. You guys already revealed gameplay footage. You guys already did this whole announcement thing. It was why a lot of people pre-ordered the, the uh, Xbox Series X. It seems crazy that you are now hiring additional staff to get this thing finished. Does this feel like a huge step backwards? Squeaks, what do you think, man?
1: Uh, I think this is a huge hit for Microsoft and Xbox because what we got is now, now what's your lineup one for Xbox comes out because you just delayed your big game. Uh, Two, uh, 343 has been outsourcing to other companies to finish your game. And that's what's preventing 343 to even uh, be on the same page with these other developers. So how are... You guys need to get in a room or do something, to figure something out because I know like other companies have reached out to other, you know, to help out with the game. But this is just seems like a huge mess, and now you're getting someone bringing someone else in to try to fix your mess. And of course, he has the experience, but this just is horrible news for Halo, and I feel like this is just gonna be a shit show.
0: Yeah, it feels like yeah. it's building up
2: like that, Jonathan. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking <clears throat> since they already released it for pre-sale, they probably saw really bad numbers. And that's probably why they're drawing in some of what their audience appreciates is the original creators. They don't, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of people that don't care for 343 as much as the original Bungie games. Mm-hmm. So uh, they hopefully are thinking that if they bring these people in, they can do a little bit of a image shift on the game and repackage it, get it ready to sell, and get a whole lot more attention. All I right, think, yeah. too,
1: when you said that with the Bungie and the 343, when <clears throat> when I knew that 343 uh, is pretty much taken over for Halo, it did, I don't want to say hurt, but it was just like, man, that was Bungie's baby in creation, you know? It's mm-hmm, kind of like yeah. if, if anyone took over Destiny now, like, damn, that was their career. Think of, like, if uh, Halo became... If Halo was the gameplay of Destiny, I understand with the new Halo Infinite, that's kind of something maybe we might get. But damn, man, like think if Halo was on that universe, that could have been something, you know, Halo. It likely would have been.
0: They probably were thinking of Destiny far before they lost Halo. That probably was the goal. And they're like, look, we lost Halo, so let's just change what the armor looks like a little bit. Because really, it looks quite similar, right? I mean, a lot of the aesthetics are similar, so that's probably what it is. I I'm I'm worried about three four three. I liked the games they released, Halo 5 I thought was okay. I know everybody, you know, dishes on that or right, you know, dashes on that one I thought it was fun. Um But with the way they're doing this, they might need to lose the IP. You know, if you're not taking care of uh, Microsoft's baby, then you gotta lose it. Uh so we'll have to see what this this is not looking good for three four three. I think we might see a shift in developers again uh after this. Um I like maybe. what you
1: said about that, uh get rid of the IP. Um because in a way, you're right. This is Microsoft baby. It's been his baby since day one with the original Xbox. Like yeah. this is not just their, you know, one uh their their own IP. This is yeah, this is the what made Xbox basically. Yeah.
2: It really is. Uh, yeah. Do you think there would ever be a chance that three four three would get pulled out and Bungie brought back in to make the next Halo? I know I'd be, make...
1: I'd be pretty excited for that. <laughs> yeah. that <laughs> Halo
2: version of Destiny.
0: That's the thing is, if they bring back Bungie, the the big benefit to that is the hype that it would build instantly. As soon as you say oh, yeah. Bungie's make, I mean, people are, are pre-ordering it day one. Oh, um, yeah. The game would take four or five years to develop, but we'd already be excited the whole time. So, uh, yeah, we'd have to see. I don't know. It's all on the fence. And the idea of bringing in a new studio, I can't think of a studio outside of Bungie that really would be capable of doing this. Maybe if they were to get the team that does Gears. But... uh Activation. Even that, you know... Yeah, I know you'd be doing no, I'm just that. kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Rare. I trust Rare. Put Rare in charge of this. Um, but yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move into the next thing here. We have the Call of Duty uh, Black Ops. Uh, we, we know it's coming out November 13th. We got a lot more information on this. This is also part of Gamescom uh, that we're going to be talking about later on. Uh, real quick, if you guys pre-order Col- the Cold War game, you're going to be able to uh, get Operator Frank Woods. Uh, he's going to be added to your Modern Warfare and your Warzone right now. So... Sweet little perk, if you guys you know are excited for this. I know I'm going to be uh, pre-ordering Black Ops. I'm going to be doing with all the WoW Gold because that's just how I do things now. But uh, it's pretty amazing. You guys are going to be able to get a campaign, multiplayer, and zombie mode out of this, including Warzone upgrades. So if you play Warzone like Daniel over there, um, they're going to be kind of adding in ideas of like, oh, this is now a uh, uh, Black Ops map, and that's a Black Ops map. So Daniel, I know they've been doing some stuff right now with Black Ops. Can you speak to what's going on in uh, Warzone right now?
3: Uh, so they they were um, they added this uh know your history uh yeah. game mode and uh it was for the announcement of Cold War but before that they had like they they started doing like these uh secret missions in Warzone or in plunder you could go into and then uh it was like all on website it's like a secret top secret mission and you're trying to figure out all these clues every single day and what i what they were saying is that people from call of duty were watching these streamers do it and every time they would do unlock the thing that day it would uncheck or it would like you know how like people highlight um black yeah black marker, like top secret information. Well, yeah, yeah. It, it, like a Reduct. little information would pop out and it, it was for like five days and then all of a sudden it was an announcement of Call of Duty. So then they added know your history. So you go into this map, you have to find these uh, four uh, map codes and then you go to a certain place to unlock something else and then uh, you have to like, towards the very end you run to stadium and then it's like, boom, cutscene. You get to see the call of duty trailer it's pretty awesome like the call of duty call of trailer Duty's they
0: doing? showed yeah did uh-huh. they, they actually stop your game and show the trailer or was it on like a billboard
3: it, they actually stop your game so all of a sudden you'll be running a stadium and there's a timer yeah. like you have to get a, sta- a stadium in like a minute and 30 seconds or something like that and yeah. then all of a sudden it's the the whole trailer of like the guy talking about yeah. um pretty much it's conquering the- Oh, yeah, one. it's the
0: Know Your History trailer, which was the first yeah, teaser yeah. that showed um, the uh, KGB defector uh, talking yeah. about their planes. Yeah, okay, yeah. and then it,
3: cool. then they show a little bit of game footage of like the game and stuff, and it, it looks pretty awesome. I love how yeah. Call of Duty's doing all these little added things. And then also you get like a, a gun blueprint for SKS, and it's like an old model looking gun. It's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: It's, it seems similar to how Fortnite does things like when Fortnite, when the new Star Wars trailer came out or whatever, they actually had it in the theater in Fortnite. And so you Mm -hmm. wanted to play the game so you can go watch the trailer. It was just a neat little feature. Good way to bring people into your game and to hype people up for the next one. Uh, That's a good move. I'm excited for the campaign. I just finished Modern Warfare 2 campaign again, the remastered version. I think Call of Duty's campaigns are some of their best things they have. Uh, Here's a description on the actual Battle.net launcher that you can pre-order the game on. Uh, Black Ops Cold War will drop fans into the depths of the Cold War violent uh, geopolitical battle of the early 1980s. Nothing is ever as it seems in a gripping single-player campaign where players will come face-to-face with historical figures and hard truths as they battle around the globe through iconic locales like East Berlin, Vietnam, Turkey, Soviet KGB headquarters, and more. So it sounds like we're going to be globe hopping, which again is like a lot of those old modern warfare games and stuff like that that I really liked. And uh, from the, the art that we've already received, we know we're going to be play as an American and as a KGB operative, which is very exciting. Because then you get to see like both sides of this coin and, you know, where we're from, we only really hear about one side. We don't hear about how was it being a Russian during the Cold War. Uh, and so it'll be interesting to see like, you know, the fears and stuff like that we had in common uh, through this game. Uh, it's always good to have that. I think that's interesting. Any other thoughts on Call of Duty? You guys excited to, to pre-order this?
3: No. <laughs> I, I probably won't pre-order it unless yeah. it's like a really good like gun skin or something like that. But I, I will get it once it's just cheaper.
0: Yeah. Well, the the uh you get to play as as Frank would if you pre-order right now. You get to play yeah, as a new character.
3: I have other characters that I already spent money on. <laughs>
0: uh yeah uh Jonathan you're gonna play this you spent a bit since you played a Call of Duty, right
2: yeah it's been a while I think I think Modern Warfare 2 was the last one I played too which you know was great but um yeah I probably won't get it
0: okay yeah I think I'm gonna have to I, I like I'm like I said I'm gonna get it with the World of Warcraft gold so for me it's free but um I'm excited for it <laughs> I I again they sold me with a campaign that's where I'm all in on these things Um, yeah, that's pretty good. All right, let's go ahead and talk about Gamescom. We've had Gamescom now for three days. It will be four days in total. Uh, this has been a deluge of trailers. It has been crazy. Uh, day one, I think, was, of course, the highlight. It had a lot of these big titles out there. But we also got to see some stuff on, uh, like a lot of indie titles on day two and three. Uh, before we get into this, is there any one particular one that's just like, oh my God, Gamescom, you killed it with this. Anything you guys seen? A lot of gameplay stuff out there. Uh, Jonathan, have you seen anything that looks
2: super good to you? um there's a lot of uh, pretty good looking ones but nothing that like i have to you know stop and make sure i get uh just stuff that you know i might might try out yeah um one i mean the first one i noted was the sims 4 star wars that looks kind of cute yeah uh, and i told you guys earlier i'm gonna see if i'm gonna try to get my wife to play that to kind of segue her into other games um but it looks pretty cool it's like a classic sims game but has you know a lot of details a lot of uh customization and stuff and it's All Star Wars themes, so there's nothing wrong with being submerged in a Star Wars world.
0: It's been a long time since i played a Sims game. And I think that might actually be the first time I come back to it in about a decade. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, because you could actually change your house and everything over to a... So you look like you're actually living on a Star Wars planet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, did you see anything uh, of note that you thought was like, oh, this is is perfect?
3: Yes, uh, actually a few. So um, Gotham Knights look really cool. We got I'm some gameplay on Gotham
0: Knights looks good.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm super excited about that. And then uh World of Warcraft Shadowlands.
0: Yeah, we're going to go deep on that bad boy.
3: <laughs> yeah, I can't wait that for that. Good. And then And uh Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Uh I've always wanted to skateboard and I used to play the games, never skateboarded, but I'm excited for this game too. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, we got some more footage on that one. Uh a lot of gameplay out of this one so far. Um yeah. Tony Hawk, I cannot wait to get to that. Once we I'm gonna buy that day one and then we'll stream it. Uh so you guys can see uh how somebody fails at that game. But it should be really good. Uh Squeaks, did you have any highlights that you wanted to make sure to point out before we go? Well, so basically what we're gonna do is we're gonna go through like all of day one and then we'll kind of talk about sporadically day two and three. Uh but any highlights okay. you've seen so far?
1: Uh yeah, one of them I think I am kind of digging like what John said that was the Lego Star Wars trailer. I thought it was kind mm-hmm. of cute and fun.
3: Yeah.
1: Um I mean, I know that you could play the Star Wars games already, but just kind of having one set would be more convenient. Uh, Rune 2 looks pretty neat, actually. Mm-hmm. I was kind of interested in that one. but More other than that, I actually was kind of digging... I kind of want to try... I think I might get bored of this, but City of Gangsters. Um, it looked kind that, of fun in the cartoony, but I don't know if I'll really be digging it um, that much. But one that's really caught my eye was the Dark Pictures. Um, it looked like a story-based game with the guy that was the... He played the Joker in Gotham.
0: Oh, Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it he looked like, the Joker. I think that was him. He played, yeah. yeah he played the main guy in the yeah. Star Wars Fallen Order.
1: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe it looked like him when I was watching it. That one mm-hmm. looks interesting. Uh, a little horror story to me, so that's cool. Yeah. Um, and I can't forget about Blood Bowl Three.
0: <laughs> Dude, I know, right? <laughs> I was like, I'm excited for this game. That's crazy.
1: Because <laughs> I played one of them uh, long before, and it was kind of glitchy, so it really like killed killed my vibe. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, with number three, it's. it's you know smoother better you would think so
0: there's a ton like especially day two and three i kept thinking like man i cannot wait to get these free on a thursday from epic games because there's so many like really cool looking really small indie titles that i know are going to come to us free um but yeah some of the highlights for me was yeah star wars lego like those are lego games are always fun right they always do a really good job wb games kicks ass with these um but the star wars one this one's going to be the complete skywalker saga you can play from the very beginning prequel style Go through Luke Skywalker in the good old days into the new movies and then get those done real fast. And you get the whole thing. It looks really cool. And so we have like Star Wars. Uh, you get the starship battles. You get there's one part where you get to see Finn riding on one of the, you know, horse looking creatures. So you kind of have a mix of all the game plays too. I'm really excited for this. Really polished. Really nice. We actually have voice in game. I don't think I've played a Star Wars or I'm sorry, a Lego game with the actual voices in there. That's kind of a newer thing, right?
1: Uh, No, I think they started with the uh, Lord of the Rings, actually. One of oh, really?
0: okay i didn't know that they had like the actual voice in game for very
1: early though yeah it's it's been uh it was just nothing but yeah
0: all right so let's go ahead and go into day one here and let's look at some of the stuff we had we so we have the shadowlands reveal it's coming out october 27th uh so we're gonna do a 24-hour stream on the first day of star wars Uh, gonna be it for 24 hours me me and daniel used to do this uh pretty regularly and uh that that last few hours are getting real loopy and kind of crazy and we're hopped up on monsters <laughs> trying to survive. Uh, we're going to be doing the same thing for this. We're going to try to. We're getting older, so it's a little bit harder. Um, But we got a little bit more clarity on the Four Covenants. Uh, along with that, we have the first Shadowlands Afterlives. This is a uh, sort of cinematic they're doing now that's a little bit more stop-motion-y. I don't know how to describe this, but it's pretty neat. And uh, it goes into the Bastion faction and uh specifically Uther. So... I won't go too much into what all that means and how much I can spend an entire podcast talking about what this means for Uther and his character and Arthas and all. But we do get to see a little bit more of Arthas, the biggest character in World of Warcraft outside of Thrall, I would say. Uh and Blizzard themselves, they've said like we're afraid to touch Uther or Arthas because we don't want to fuck him up. They they know that the fans are so attached to this game, they don't want to ruin anything. Uh Shadowlands coming up. Have you guys picked your covenant yet? I'm still on the fence for my hunter, my biggest main. I'm still on the fence between going Fey or Venthyr. Uh, but Squeaks, wh- what uh, faction are you looking at, man?
1: I'm going to be honest with you guys. Oh, no uh i'm pretty much just gonna follow what you guys do
0: (laughs) well we should (laughs) we should pick different factions though so that we can have the buffs to help each other out because i don't want you tagging (sighs) along with me and then all of a sudden like squeaks can just do what i can do so it'd be good if you had your own faction so look i think actually i think for you
1: i will pick then i will pick one that you guys don't pick how about that
0: i think necrolords would be perfect for you they like because they get certain customizations they get these like bone wings that come out of the bone
1: wings yeah okay yeah they're they're the only one i really know much about Yeah, that's the only one I really know much about. Other than that, um, I was kind of just going with the flow, to be honest.
0: During the questing for the Nickel Lords too, you work with Draka, which is Thrall's mom, and uh, and she's like all savage warrior badassery. So that'd be a lot of fun, I think.
1: Uh, hmm. I mean, you're the, you're the guild master. You tell me what to do. Bro.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> another thing too. We'll have to talk about that later on. Because I kind of started a guild called Geek Freaks. It was just like for my bank alts, but maybe we'll actually like all oh, join it thing? or whatever. Are
1: we yeah, really doing this? We do right have. Now?
0: Yeah, well, I think we are.
1: <laughs> Guys, join us just on started. World of Warcraft
0: Tychonders server. Join the Geek Freak's skills. There we go. We just started ah, I it right need now. A transfer. It is. I'm a on uh Daniel, what do you I think, can't. man? What covenant are you going with?
3: Uh the uh ventral, Venthril? Venthril? Is that yeah. A- Venthyr? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh the vampire group. Seems pretty They're dope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't remember all the abilities, uh, but I gotta double check again. But I think last time we did the pause cast i said i was gonna go vent mm-hmm. so uh i'm gonna double check before i you know actually pick they tweak to but...
0: the abilities as time goes on through beta testing so make sure that they're uh, still yeah, awesome yeah. for you yeah a shaman so you're a shaman and then squeaks you're gonna go in with your monk right
1: you know i don't know man this mage oh. i'm playing with right now i'm kind of digging her i'm kind of well, digging it
3: I might be going Hunter, remember? Like oh, I told okay. you yesterday. So, because of that new ability that you could like shoot through walls or whatever. That yes. looks awesome. That but is I mean, really cool. Yeah. yeah so, I might go Hunter, arrow. but or I might just yeah. do both and then try to figure out which one seems fun. I'm going to do both. Yeah. So, I'm going
0: to be doing Hunter and Paladin. My paladin's going to be in Bastion, and my Hunter is most likely going to be in the Fae um, just because of the gold making profits too. So, it's kind of nice on that one. They have their own uh, uh, farm they can farm up. Uh, so, that's pretty nice. Yeah, still on the fence. Now, Jonathan, you haven't played World of Warcraft since Wrath of the Lich King. Does this interest yeah. you at all?
2: Not really. I mean, I'm it, sure <laughs> it's a great game. It just takes so much time commitment, and yeah. I wait yeah, a Bite off more than I could chew, Then I end up just not playing and not getting to you know the checkpoints and stuff. And
3: I recall uh, hearing you say that you wanted to play an MMO. This is your chance. Get yeah, a small World of Warcraft.
2: One. I'll play like a mobile app, maybe.
0: <laughs>
2: maybe, maybe
0: we'll, uh, maybe we'll have to buy Jonathan Shadowlands just so we could play the initial level with us and then stop
2: playing. Honestly, the best thing would probably be I just log on to one of your guys' accounts and help quest your
3: guy up in in levels oh, or that's raise no like ownership. a. That's
0: no fun. Okay, yeah.
3: I got a game that we could all try <laughs> once they figure out what they're doing with it. New worlds, let's all get it.
0: it so yeah. fun! I streamed a new world. I played it. I was in the beta, and it's just okay uh they, it literally is aimless because it was a survival game and they're like no, no no we're gonna make it an mo and i'm like yeah okay so what what is my goal in this game and really there is none. i'm just farming and so it's beautiful game i think it has a lot of opportunity but yeah anyways we'll, we'll do a, a world of warcraft like we always do whenever there's something big coming up for a while we're gonna do a world of warcraft focused episode uh late in october so you guys can get hyped along with us um and hopefully you guys are as excited as the three of us are. <laughs> um, yeah. okay. Next up we had uh Fall Guys season two sneak peek. We got to see some of the new skins coming to Fall Guys. I'm fully in on Fall Guys. You guys need to get on board. Uh the new one's gonna I be do. all medieval and it's adding a couple new levels and some skins. One thing I really like about Fall Guys is the skins are earnable. You there are some DLCs you could buy in the beginning, but these are you know assumably going to be earnable as well. Uh specifically, I want the knight skin that you look like a knight, and then when you look mm. a wizard, they look really cute. Yeah, yeah. Fall guys, guys, it's it's so good. I wish you guys had just played already.
1: I mean, the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, uh, let me just add money to my Steam wallet right now. Then
0: you should probably do that like <laughs> while we're doing this. If you guys are clicking <laughs> in the background, it squeaks. Stepping up to the plate. Uh, we also have uh, a new reveal from Twelve Minutes. This is probably the most anticipated indie game in my uh, in my wish list. Twelve Minutes. You have a uh, Twelve Minutes to figure out how to stop your own murder. You're in the, your apartment with your wife. It's an overhead cam. Uh, Somebody knocks on the door. It's a guy pretending to be a cop. He kills the both of you. And then it resets and you have 12 minutes to figure out how you can stop that from happening. And it keeps changing. What they revealed in this new trailer is they're adding to the cast. This cast is going to include now James McAvoy. He's going to play the husband. The Uh wife is played by Daisy Ridley from star Wars fame. And then uh, either the narrator or the villain, which I think will be both because it's Willem. Willem Dafoe is joining. So that's, you know, your green goblin from the original, uh, Spider-Man, uh, Hell of a good cast joining this thing. And it's yeah. funny because when they first announced this tra- uh, game and they had a trailer, entirely different cast. Uh, now we're seeing something new. I'm pretty excited for this game. Uh, you guys can watch all these trailers on our website if you'd like. Uh, some really stellar stuff. So that's pretty big.
1: What uh, we'll... Do you think there's going to be multiple levels to this thing? Or is it just this one, solve your murder and that's it?
0: Well, it's the one apartment that you're stuck in. But every day, every 12 minutes, it's something new happening. So it's like it's a different thing every time you're playing. Okay, okay yeah as you're progressing you're trying to figure out like okay well if i like the original trailer was really good because it started off with you already done a few 12 minutes and your wife's like oh happy birthday or some shit whatever and you're like we're about to die in a few minutes so this is what we need to do and you're like trying to explain to her yeah <laughs> exactly your reaction <laughs> is exactly what happens um so then she's like no it's not, and then the cops knocking on the door like hey we're here to like oh we should answer this he's like no 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 trust me do not answer that phone. and then of course she answers it the guy shoots her it's a whole mess yeah, uh and that's kinda neat, uh, resets actually. yeah that's pretty cool uh, we have a single-player right. uh, showing for Star Wars Squadron. Uh, you guys playing Star Wars Squadron? This is Hell the, yes, uh, I am. Day
1: one. I'm stoked. I like playing uh, as the ships on uh, Battlefront. Yes. yeah, Battlefront. Uh, so, hopefully, that's it's a little bit more intuitive than that, uh, which it should be. I mean, it's a game just for solely based on it. Yeah. 100% buying this game right away.
0: <laughs> the single player mode looks really exciting because to me it reminds me of the old Star Wars Battlefront 2 campaigns where it was just like conquer mm. the galaxy you know what I'm saying Yeah. and it's less about like annoying story they don't care about that's not really well written this is much simpler and I think a game I can go in and out of uh, it looks really good squeak What's sir your, are you, or, uh, or, yeah go ahead squeak sir
1: uh, no, I was going to say because one thing that I really like too is all this like first person views out of the cockpit and so hopefully yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that's a thing you can change it out but I actually think I'm really going to stay that way uh, another thing, too, is how much customization there is between mm-hmm. your uh, pilot yourself and your ship. So it really does make you feel like it's like it's your own personal ship, you know, kind of like yeah. how Darth has his and Kylo has his. So uh, I'm going to be the next Darth. You are?
0: <laughs> Here's our next Jar Jar Binks, guys. Um, oh, God. Misa's <laughs> so, so bad at this game. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it myself as well. Uh, Daniel, are you going to be picking this game up? What's the, what's the plan?
3: Uh, it looks fun. I'm I might have to, but it'd be yeah. awesome to play it on one of those older like joystick um, Ooh, they controllers. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. That's a good idea. I, I think back then they used to have them. Yeah, uh, for like the that, simulator, like, like awesome. the flight simulator yeah, controller setups. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That'd be super awesome. Uh, yeah. the, it looks fun. It'd be cool, especially like if you could go against friends or something like that. Yeah, the multiplayer like. 1v1 or something like that that would be awesome so i'll definitely get it if you guys get it
0: all right so one of the big features i'm looking forward to in this game is you could either play kind of easy mode where you just steer your ship in the right direction or you could play full simulator mode where you have to worry about focusing the shields in certain directions depending on where the fire is coming from uh using your boosters left and right instead of just like go forward and things like that you could actually make your ship much more efficient if you're able to do that but it takes much more skill jonathan knowing star trek and stuff like that which i know i just said star trek on star wars but in star trek you have to focus the shields and you have to actually know the system as well i think that gives you and me an advantage in this what do you think oh, about that dude? You- <laughs> and, and squeaks <laughs> what do you think about that
2: no i think that's i think it's cool and it's good for the fans to have that kind of um i don't know detail i guess the focus of, of specific details but i think it's it would be fun kind of like when we play sea of thieves you have to man the sails and no one to drop the anchor and that kind of stuff. So yeah, uh, I think it would make piloting your ship more interesting instead of just point one way and then go make a cup of coffee because it's just going to keep steering that way. Uh, so yeah, it sounds sounds like more fun with those kind of details in it.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it too. Um, yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, we just dropped it for a second, but you're good now. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it's going to make it a lot more interesting and, and uh. much more focused on what you're doing. All right, so uh, just real quick on on the rest of the day, day one stuff and kind of day two and three. Ratchet and Clank, we got to see more gameplay footage, real bright and beautiful. Um, I'm excited that the fans voted for PS5 for me. So I'm buying the PS5 day one because the fans voted for it. And I appreciate that, guys, because um, after we found out Halo's delayed, I probably would have been swayed <laughs> that way either way. And now I can't wait to buy Ratchet and Clank um the medal of honor thing daniel you were real excited when you saw his medal of honor trailer then i had to break badass. the news to you this thing's a vr yeah. mess
3: yeah uh, I was you just broke the news to me right now <laughs> yeah i was super I excited it was. for it just playing the original medal of honors there was so yeah. much fun i think there was uh yeah. the rising sun yeah was it rising sun uh anyway
1: uh that was the pearl harbor one huh yeah Oh, that man, one, that one's fucking good. Oh, yeah,
3: I I was super excited when they said VR. I was like, okay, well, that game's dead. <laughs> it's not even just VR. It's Oculus. Okay. Yeah, it's, that's uh, even worse, uh, yeah.
0: No, 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 no. So if you look at the graphics, yeah. the graphics actually look pretty bad. It looks like early Xbox 360 or you know, Xbox One, late to 360. Um, and, yeah, it's done by Oculus and therefore Facebook, and so I don't trust it now. Uh, yeah, it's just—it's a shame that they don't just come out with a straight-up game. Medal of Honor used to make fantastic games back when they used to compete with Call of Duty, like step for step. It was really nice for us. Um, yeah, we also have the new uh, uh, Doom Eternal's, the Ancient Gods. Squeaks, you're a big Doom Eternal's guy. You're a big Doom guy. What do you think, man? You gonna pick this up?
1: Um, yeah, mu- yeah, I will pick it up one because you're right. I really like Doom, and I think it's just a lot of fun um, with this uh, because I, it's, I'm getting a mu- uh, multiplayer. So I think this will be um, a different feel with just like a run around and shooting games with the, yeah. all these different powers and stuff. So um, With it keeping the same gore and high intensity, I'll definitely begin this game.
0: Yeah, and then we have these ancient guide characters that look like they're way more powerful than you've seen yeah. in the past uh, with different uh, set of abilities. And this is part one, so we're going to get multiple parts. Uh, what was just announced today is that you don't actually have to own Doom-, Doom Eternals to play this. You can actually just buy the DLC and play by itself, which is very oh, interesting definitely. that they're doing it this way yeah uh, yeah. kind of feels i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing this could become a new standard thing for the industry which you know i'm, I'm not going to hate uh that'd be really um. nice so uh because if you think about it, like okay so let's think of like other games that might do that uh world of warcraft kind of does something like that where if you buy shadowlands for example uh you only need to buy i think you need to buy like the latest expansion before that to get the whole game so something like that but they say with like destiny if i bought the new expansion of destiny and it came with all the expansions before that which I think might be something they're doing. Actually, now I'm thinking about it. I think that's yeah, I a good way to do are. it. It gets people yeah. new people in, you know.
1: Yeah, so see because that's what that's actually what they are doing. Because I uh, just recently bought it for the PC because uh, yeah. I'm playing on the PS4, so it did give me Osiris and um or Forsaken. Forsaken, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We have Beyond Light coming up real quick. That I think I'm going to jump in for that mm-hmm. one because I'm kind of I'm good. farting around in there right now. Just leveling a new character and. Uh, I, just, I need something better than just like this is old content that, you know, it's not that interesting. So that'd be good. Uh, anything else from Gamescom you guys care to mention? Because we have a lot of stuff. We have the Dragon Age uh, world uh, that shows the world and it's beautiful and stuff like that, but not a lot of gameplay. Um, anything uh, else out there at Gamescom? From
1: there's day was a game
2: one. That looked kinda, oh, sorry, there's okay. a game that looked kind of cool called uh, Space Based Artopia mm-hmm. that was, uh, to me, it looked a lot like uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon yeah. where you have a space station and you have to keep all the people on there satisfied so feed them and i don't know first aid and entertainment and all that you know but uh, condition the environment and stuff like that so yeah they look kind of yeah. entertaining i don't know
0: those are a lot of fun those are the kind of games where you're like it's one o'clock in the morning You're like all right just, just a little bit longer i just got to yeah. see the next mile it's civilization does that for me um right. yeah that's a good one uh anything I think else day one you guys? of me is
1: uh crash bandicoot 4 i hold crash in my heart you know? yeah dearly because of how many years I've been playing in since the original PlayStation. So to actually see like an actual continuation instead of just these remakes, it's going to be really neat.
0: Looks good too. And there are certain levels they're adding where you actually get to play. um They're hard, it's supposed to be really hard to do, but it's actually like the original test game for the original crash. So it's actually a side scroller crash and um you unlock these hidden levels within game. That's something that was just announced during gamescom as well. Oh, wow. um, that's pretty neat. Yeah. Mm. Daniel, any, other, any last bits you want to get out there or are you just going to be buying all these games?
3: Uh, I won't be buying every game, but uh, maybe Assassin's Creed. I, yeah. I actually skipped a lot of them, and this one looks really good.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to be a Viking again, be the Danes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so, guys, on our website, we have the three days, and I'll make sure to put the fourth one up tomorrow. Uh, but by the time this episode comes out, you guys all four will be up. So you guys can check out all the trailers. Uh, for the most part, all of them are up there. Case I any like the day three has been nuts i mean it was like 40 freaking trailers so i try to put as much as possible on our website uh a lot of it it's ign exclusive so they're ign videos um because of course they are it's always getting those exclusives but yeah so you guys well, go to our you, website uh, and check those out
1: are you excited for minecraft dungeons you didn't even like bring that up
0: the new dlc no yeah. <laughs> i'm no, not. really no, i really not am really not. not no it's it's okay <laughs> um, i'll yeah. probably play it at some point but i'm not like excited for it yeah
1: yeah, yeah.
0: All right, let's get into Bill and Ted, uh, face the music. I got the chance to watch this. Uh, it's on. It's in the drive-ins, and it's also on Amazon Prime. You guys can pay a little extra and be able to watch this. Uh, let's go ahead and do a quick review and a quick grade for this thing. So, uh, I believe I'm the only one that watched it. Right now, do you guys watch Bill and Ted? Just real quick check. No, no. I didn't that. even know it came out. Yeah, it's out. <laughs> See, that's how excited a- you should be for this <laughs> review. I'm not gonna. It's gonna be a spoiler-free review. So, first of all, just a little bias thing. I love the first two Bill and Ted's. Was a big fan. And I'm going to throw this caveat out there. If you're a fan of the first ones, if you get that humor and enjoy it, you'll enjoy this one. Uh, if you don't like that like overly silly California voice, you're not going to like these. But I you know, I just always thought they were a hoot. And so I'm on board. Uh, we do follow Bill and Ted in the future. And as you know from the trailers and uh, the synopsis already released, they didn't release the song that saved the world yet. And they're trying to figure out what it is, and they get approached and by the future guys and say, "Like, look, you got to figure out the song. You have until tonight to figure it out." Their idea is, "Well, let's go to the future because obviously we saved the world in the future already, and we could figure out what the song was." Uh, mid while they're doing this, the two daughters are actually having their own actual Bill and Ted adventure, where they're going around in history, grabbing the best musicians to make a new band. Uh, it's a lot of fun. So whoever was in charge of casting and casted the two daughters nailed it. They are exactly, uh, Ted and, uh, Theodore and, and Bill. And, and it's just so much fun watching them try to like, whoa, man, like that whole thing. It's really good. Uh, you really are getting two different movies, one with Keanu and one with the two, the two daughters. Uh, and it's heartwarming. It's fun. It's, it's a blast to watch. Uh, again, if you are a fan of the original series, you're going to really like the, this new movie. Uh, they do modernize, like the graphics and stuff like that are of course stellar compared to the old days while still bringing in huge hints like they actually use the old school phone booth and the when the phone booth's firing up with electricity running down it and stuff like that, the old cheesy ways. Uh, they, they still use some of those old graphics so that you're falling in love with it again from the past. Um, I'm giving this an A and it's rare that I give something an A but I'm actually giving Bill and Ted Face the Music an A because I'm a Bill and Ted fan. If you're not a Bill and Ted fan, I think this grade is far lower for you but uh, as a fan, I'm giving it an A. I can't suggest it enough. Watch it on Amazon Prime. You pay a little extra and you could actually watch the movie. And it's really good. Uh, you guys have been Bill. I know, Jonathan, you and me watch Bill and Ted a lot as kids, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think you might like this movie. It's really good. They actually bring back Death, too. And I like how he's like this badass bass player. But after after the events of number two, they kind of set up this thing. We're like, oh, yeah, he's just hanging out with them now. And just a little bit, Not not a major spoiler, but. You find out that they had a falling out, like a classic band would, because Death is like, yeah, but we should put out an album that's all about bass. And they're like, no, nobody wants that. So they had like a classic falling out with the Grim Reaper. <laughs> so um, it's a lot of fun. It was a, it was a hoot to watch. And I can't suggest it enough, guys. Give that one an A. Let me know what you guys think when you guys uh, do get a chance to watch it. All right uh let's move into our esports desk this is gonna be the final part of the episode we're actually doing better than i thought It that's gonna be a short one um as for esports have you guys been watching anything of note lately i, I myself have been watching a lot of the overwatch stuff it's getting into the uh playoffs we're gonna get in the championship soon uh going for shock and spitfire uh but anything of note that you guys have watched recently
1: i'm staying with the overwatch i uh, keep track on that but yeah you're right the playoffs are just around the corner um mm. And Shanghai Dragons are have a nice lead on top, but all, other than that, they I mean they're all going through. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been keeping up on. Yeah,
0: Daniel, I know you're you're usually watching the streams, man. What kind of esports you been watching lately?
3: Uh, right now, I've been watching uh, League of Legends LCS. It's in the semi semifinals right now, mm-hmm. and yesterday it was TSM versus Cloud Nine. And it was actually a really good match. Uh, TSM fourth seed, and Cloud9 was second seed. And TSM actually won 3-1 against uh, Cloud9. And it's been been since 2017 that they had a berth in uh, Worlds. So TSM's going to Worlds. And now to today... We're waiting for the Team Liquid versus FlyQuest match. And then it'll be finals after that. And uh, hoping TSM wins it all.
0: <laughs> let us know how that goes, because I know you're the League of Legends guy for us. So let uh, us know how that goes. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll write an article on that, get that up. And then next week or, or whenever as soon as possible, uh, we'll have you break down how good the match was, if you don't mind.
3: Well, yeah, the well, real quick, the TSM Cloud9, Uh, just want to say the player of the the, the games were uh, Bjergsen, the mid laner for TSM. He performed yeah. amazing in pretty much all, all the matches. Just the one game, he had a bad game. But every other game, he was really doing really good to support his whole team and everything with T- uh, Twisted Fate. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was uh, really good matches. I, I wish it.
0: I was good at Twisted Fate. He's so cool.
3: <laughs> yeah. It, so it, bad it's, it's, it's crazy that he takes a little skill to know where you should ult at what Mm -hmm. point yeah or you're just gonna die so yeah he plays them pretty well it it was good that's really fun nice
0: all right so let's go ahead and get into some stories here uh PUBG mobile is getting a big 1.0 update and a two million dollar esports tournament so first off tencent says um the 1.0 update is scheduled to release september 8th and it's going to be bringing uh huge frame rate increases uh and a 76 percent decrease in lag uh depending on what device you use so uh they're they're trying to make it more esports friendly, right? Because your latency and everything like that they're they're the pinnacle of focus when it comes to esports. They cannot be bad. And uh, PUBG Mobile is is one of the most popular mobile esports game out there. It's outdoing the PC version by a mile. Uh, so it's getting visual updates. So they're going to be overhauling a lot of the textures that you see, like especially on items. They're all going to get better. Everything's going to start looking a lot better. Uh, I think what it is is they released the game thinking like yeah it's just a you know PUBG but on mobile and they saw how popular it got and uh, especially like in in uh, Asia and stuff like that where mobile gaming is real big uh, and they're trying to like okay let's actually invest money in this and actually make this you know uh, something we could focus on. The tournament is going to be starting in November and it's going to be called the Mobile Global Championship. It's going to be taking place uh, amongst the Americas, Europe, South Asia, Southeast Asia. The Middle East, China, and and China. uh, And it's going to be a $2 million pool. Uh, I, unfortunately, am not good enough to even touch that, but uh, I look forward to watching it. So, just a quick stats on this, because this is all something I didn't know. Since 2018 is when it got released, it out-earned the original PC version with an eye-popping $1.3 billion in revenue last year. $1.3 billion from a mobile game, guys, uh, for uh, PUBG Mobile. The game has more than six million downloads and fifty million active players in China. Uh, shows how huge it is over there. PUBG. I know we both we all played PUBG. The mobile version. If you guys ever tried mobile version, I did. Was bad at it. Jonathan's saying no.
2: Yeah, I can't. I can't do mobile game controls. You just don't yeah. have the same same control over your game. I don't. I don't know how people can Definitely. play those competitively.
0: Yeah. It, it, it just to me it doesn't seem like it can be that accurate, right? You're you're yeah. trying to flick and turn real fast. I just don't have that skill.
2: Yeah. Uh, now, if one of these game developers created a phone like we've talked about, or a mobile device that was made for gaming and had a whole lot more control i'm thinking, like like a smaller switch or uh, PSP kind of thing, that yeah. would be awesome. I would totally be down to buy a a mobile game device system that's for this kind of a game. But just playing it on your phone, there's just no way I could it, get those it,
1: controls down. I'm going to assume, I mean, this would make sense. I just want to verify that the PUBG mobile eSports, you're only using your phone, right? You're not being able to connect the Bluetooth the Xbox controller to it?
0: Exactly. Yeah, it's okay. actually, because okay. okay. people can do the keyboards too, but they, all that is outlawed during the eSports. You can it, only use it, the It control. makes sense. I just,
1: yeah, verifying. Because then, like, in John's case, like, yeah, there is something that you can do. It's just Bluetooth to an Xbox controller. But, yeah, if it's in the tournament, then, yeah, that's that's a hard deal to yeah, yeah skill i don't have right now <laughs>
0: and we talked about in the past when you see the kids playing these games it's amazing like the four one of the Fortnite tournaments were won by a kid playing on an ipad and i was just like oh my god he's so fast he would have beaten my ass by a mile uh it's just pretty crazy this is pretty neat
1: All maybe right, not me though because i've been pulling up these dubs on Fortnite. so well yeah <laughs>
0: just, just okay let's get this out there let's talk about it in the podcast we recorded late, those watching the stream, oh, we were about God. 30 minutes late because somebody was getting a dub, that's one of the big old quotes, uh, in Fortnite, <laughs> no that was Squeaks, he won Fortnite, and he beat the other 12 year olds, I and uh, kicked butts. yes,
1: Kick give butt. you props, 12 year old language, language.
0: <laughs> yeah, well we, gotta, well we can't use cuss words, we'll have to pay money for that, there's no way. <laughs> Okay, uh, League of Legends, uh, the uh, esports team, is going to be partnering with uh, Spotify for their Music Hub and podcast. For some reason, we didn't get the exclusive podcast rights for League of Legends, but they are working with Spotify to make (laughs) a League of Legends-focused podcast, uh, going mostly over the esports and stuff like that, and uh, talking about new champs and how they're balanced when they're released. So that's pretty interesting. I think that's pretty cool that a company's doing that. They're like seeing the growing market of podcasts. Of course, that's good for all of us, industry-wise. and really smart. Spotify has already partnered before with Overwatch back in 2018 uh, to create these uh, five different playlists that people can play during while they're playing Overwatch. Same thing's going to be happening with them. Uh, they're also going to be creating these uh, different events that are focused around uh, you know the Spotify playlists and the music and stuff like that. So it's pretty smart. And, the, the, and they're actually creating a world anthem that's going to be used. Uh, so Spotify is really basically going to be becoming the music, ce- the music uh, center for a, for League of Legends, so when you're watching esports, you're noticing some badass music in the background. Uh, it's actually coming from Spotify. They're actually making it, uh, so this is pretty neat. I like the idea of these big companies partnering with esports companies. Makes me think of of what we can see in the future. Do you guys use Spotify? I use it all the time myself, so for me, this is this is cool. Jonathan again is saying no on this one. Yeah,
2: I use Pandora, but I get. I mean, I imagine they're pretty similar. But I think this is smart for these companies to to pair up together because when you're playing a game, the background music and the sound effects or just whatever music you choose to put on if you're listening to 80s classic rock that really resonates with you as a gamer and and it makes a connection so if they build that soundtrack for you and you just happen to be listening through you know through spotify that's that's a huge deal in a big market that hasn't been tapped before
0: yeah, and this really leads into the idea of we need music that we can play during streams because mm. when you're streaming, you know, yourself kicking ass in, in Overwatch or League of Legends, uh, if you want to like put it up on YouTube, you have to worry about it's a copyright free and stuff like that. This would be music that is totally free for you to put on on over, on uh, YouTube. I like that idea. I like the idea of the company getting behind that. Like, hey, here's the music you guys could use. Um, is there any other companies you guys can see that should partner up with an esports company to spread their brand and spread their use? I could see like webcams and stuff like that doing that. It'd be really nice. Uh, We already see sponsorships, but I'm seeing something like this where it makes sense, where like, hey, we'll host all you guys' music, Uh, stuff like that. Is there any other company partnership you guys can see in the future would be a good idea?
1: Well, doesn't um, Amazon do a um, Amazon gaming or something? Do they try to, are doing something like that right now?
0: Yeah, well, they're doing a lot with the Twitch because they own Twitch. So they're doing like a lot of uh, uh, the drops.
1: Okay, okay. So then how come Amazon Prime could get into where they have their Amazon Prime music? it's going to do similar stuff to the, with the Spotify. Yeah.
0: Thing. Oh dude, that's a good idea. Yeah. So if you have, I like that idea. So then Amazon prime music has certain playlists that are, are Twitch friendly. you are able yeah. to stream yeah. for free. That'd be a good idea. Um, then you're it's tying, hard yeah. Because, you're tying in
1: two different things there. there you go. Yeah. And you might as well. Music.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, it's hard because like, say I want to listen to some Taylor Swift while I'm playing overwatch. Of course, everybody loves Taylor Swift and overwatch together. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I, even if I'm watching it, listening it through Amazon music, Tay Tay owns it, not me. And so, uh, we have to, I can't put it up on YouTube or anything like that. I have to worry about her suing my ass and ripping it down. So yeah.
1: she would, too. Uh,
0: she would. Oh yeah. She's, she's so <laughs> vengeful. Um, so we have to worry about that. <laughs> Another thing I wanted mm-hmm. to talk about is uh sport five, the agency that like represents, you know, a lot of these like Dallas cowboy players or whatever, like a lot of actual sports players, physical sports players, not actual sports players. Uh, they established a global eSports unit. I like this idea. They have a whole division now that's going to be representing eSports players. What could this do for the industry? We're looking at players that now will have to will have the ability to negotiate their contract, uh, be able to demand a certain amount of money. We see this all the time in sports where, like, say, uh, Dak, Bra- Dak Prescott's not going to sign his contract until he gets X amount of money. Uh, now we're seeing that, we could see that in the world of eSports. Do you see the benefits, and, the pros and cons? Let's talk about the cons as well of representation for these professional athletes in esports.
1: I'm going to go with uh, pros for the quick fact that it actually gets us more immersive into esports. So it's like, okay, cool, they're playing a game, whatever, but we don't know much until like when we got into Overwatch and we saw um, uh, uh God, Santra? Sin- Sinatra? Sinatra. Sinatra. Yeah, Sinatra. Yeah, Sinatra. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, go into Valorant. That's like, oh, that's the news, but it kind of gets us anything that's more... Um, put on blast in front of our face and makes us more immersive in this world i mean because we yeah. we could talk about football and i mean I'm sure you could talk about the cowboys and shit know like you know who's signed and not signed because dash prescott thinks he's a lot better than he really is stuff like that and mm-hmm. uh, we just keep <laughs> uh, it's it's totally a very this is the very competitive the industry. <laughs> industry
2: this will make it more of a lucrative industry because yeah like with with nfl you you're gonna pay whatever it costs to go to the game or buy their merch and stuff like that. So they're making a ton of money, but their um their what do you call it? players are getting paid, you know, millions of dollars. While in esports, I'm sure there's plenty of advertising and money being made, but it's not going to the players as much. You yeah. have to win more often than not to to get paid out at all. Well, so that's in now. Yeah. yeah
3: it'll true. help make so, it
2: more more, you know, financially lucrative to where people who want to play that aren't the best can still have a chance of making it a career. That's that's one of the things we talked about like last week with Blizzard
0: and uh, unionization and stuff like that. This is a chance to fairly play these esports or pay these esports players because even if they're not winning, it's not like they're not constantly practicing and they this is in lieu of other jobs. I mean, they're this is their employment and the idea that, you know, you run into a bad string or something like that and maybe not get paid as much. This is a chance for you to not only for you ar- argue for your, your fair salary, but well, we could possibly see this be the future of um, an organized players' union, like the NFL's player union and stuff like that. We could see something like that form out of this. Um, these are all the steps we need on every front. These are the steps we need to see esports become more mainstream, which overall is my main desire from esports, is for it to become more mainstream and for people to take it more legitimately. Uh, when you have players actually being fairly played, this is your shot. This is your chance at it. Uh, and then, you know, and then, yeah, of course, you know, Squeaks hit it on that uh, and the nail on that. The drama is a lot of fun to watch too. When yep, we're waiting yep. for who's going to sign what and like, no, no, they did not just grab Sinatra <laughs> or, like, or yeah. Ann's. If Ann signs with like Dallas Fuel or something like that, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> you know, he's my guy right now over on, on shock. Um, that kind of
1: thing. That's more, smart. That's more like what John was saying too, because like if these teams are investing all their time, even though they suck, well the suckiest NFL team still gets paid all <laughs> the players. I mean, there's still, uh, in contract and whatnot and when that contract sucks and you're the shittiest healer on overwatch well then we're gonna pull a new one in you know yeah Um, Yeah. uh, so i think there is needs to be some pay because all the time that they are devoting like what you were saying with all the practice it is basically their full-time job so i mean if you want to keep this league alive you gotta i mean i don't know what fair pay is because i don't know what's you know the money really racking in for everyone but you know i mean there's got to be a paycheck somewhat coming in not just because you won a tournament
0: Yeah, and that's a good point, though, because we don't know what fair pay is, and we won't know until there's representation within esports. And I'm sure there already is a level of representation. It's just not something like when you have one of the biggest guys, like Sport Five, saying that they're going to get into it. That's a name brand getting into it. That's like, oh, yeah, we all make sodas around here, but then also Pepsi wants to get in our soda business. You know, it's something big like that. Uh, Yeah, we won't know what fair pay is until we start getting more uh, uh, player representation. And uh, And then then are we going to see
1: see this, do you think that teams will have their own organizations as whether organizations are going to play them now, or pay them now? Because then you're going to think like, okay, well, this guy's going to get a couple million while this guy gets like 400,000 for the year. Uh, I can see that. I mean, if it gets that big, I can see that too, where it's not so much as, oh, is uh, Blizzard Overwatch going to pay these players, or it's now the Dallas Fuel runs their own salaries and whatnot, you know?
0: Yeah, you know, I'm not sure how that works. I, I would, I would yeah. assume it was the teams, but it could actually be done by the organization. It could be done by Blizzard or or whoever. I'd much Riot. rather see the
1: teams do it, yeah. Like, yeah. have them full control of the team. So.
0: Yeah. And they have salary caps and stuff like that, too. That would make much more sense. Because then you have that desired, uh, oh, I'm grabbing this player, I'm grabbing that player. I like that idea. Yeah. Creates more of that drama. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Squeaks. Right. Signs of the gladiators for two mil. <laughs>
0: Squeaks never wins a championship again or uh, gladiators. <laughs>
1: team uh, Portugal wins a World Series though. Oh,
0: you and me know right, <laughs> right now. Look, Team Portugal, you guys, I know you guys checking this out We you guys got to, right here, you got two Overwatch players and we know we could be yeah. valuable. I'll be a tank. Squeaks could usually be, heals. be healer. Well, he could be pretty much anything but um, pick us up. We got you guys. I'll be your Arisa all day. I got Arisa. <laughs> all right, last bit of uh, esports news. We got Post Malone. You guys know Post Malone, of course. He's, oh, he's, uh, yeah, I He's pretty awesome. He just joined Envy Gaming Group and is now going to be part owner of Overwatch's Dallas Fuel and Call of Duty's uh, Dallas Empire. So now uh, Post Malone is now part owner of an esports team. Two big ones. Um, a statement from him is, I grew up in Texas. I've been gaming my whole life. So this just really felt right. I have always wanted to be a part of bringing gaming into the professional sports world. So to uh, be involved with Envy is doing my hometown, uh, uh, doing in my hometown feels like such a perfect fit. So it kind of reminds me of like LeBron's when he kind of tries to work on his hometown thing like that. So he's trying to bring more money, bring more focus into his hometown. Um, this also works with Envy Gaming. They announced last month that they're working with Vindex to put in uh, esports venues in North Texas and actually put in stadiums and arenas for esports in North Texas and kind of make it a new hub for our esports. Texas has embraced esports before uh, so we can see something like this happen and this become the new home. Uh, Post Malone's big name to bring in this and of course it brings more attention to esports. I like this idea. Could you think of any other celebrities that would bring more attention and, and be good for esports? Uh, I'll go ahead and start us off for you guys think about this. I think Kanye West should get us esports team. The guy's nuts. Dude, uh,
1: I mean, anything, no matter what you say about him, the, the, he's all over the news, good or bad. So yeah. that's just crazy amount of publicity that would be for him.
0: If he Probably. bought the Gladiators and was in charge of their draft, oh my God, dude. I have Yeezys
1: and I have a Gladiator jersey. Let's fucking do it. Like, yeah. I, have them.
0: <laughs> I would love this, dude. And then the big names. Of course, if you're a Post Malone fan and not an esports fan, you might be checking this thing out. You just bought a freaking sports team. Let's see what's yeah. going on, you know? Uh, any other big names out there that you guys think would bring some good attention to esports?
2: Jack Black, for sure.
0: Oh, that's a really good idea. Yeah.
2: Damn. I could totally see him doing this too. Yeah. he's has a fucking that, rocking, that. rocking this one right now.
0: I think I forgot to mention it last week. Actually, now I'm thinking about it. Jack Black is going to be in the new uh, um, Tony Hawk game. He's
2: oh, really? Actually,
0: yeah, he's actually a character that they, they they just data mined out of the game. He's going to be in there because he he uh, he works closely with uh, Tony Hawk on a lot of small projects. Um, Tony Hawk's actually the one teaching his kids how to skateboard yeah. You guys got to watch Jablinski games. It's fantastic. Um, but yeah, that's a good one. I like Jack Black as, as part of the esports arena. That'd be cool. Drew Carey, oh, he owns the Seattle, uh, Seattle Sounders, the soccer team. He could be involved in this too. That'd be a good one as well.
1: Yeah. I know, um, well, then you could kind of do, um, I think Henry Cavill would be a great one since he has all the publicity with his gaming PC, like, that can hit crazy news everywhere, so. Yeah. And he loves the game, I mean, it's awesome that we're gonna get, like, Post Malone, which is so funny for him, because he's a Cowboys fan, so it's like, Dallas and Dallas, the more Dallas than Post Malone, it just makes sense, right? Right. So, Henry Cavill would be dope.
0: Yeah, I like that idea. Uh Anything for you, Daniel? And you got any celebrities you think well, would actually be good for the company? Oh, uh, you
1: said Jim Carrey on Seattle Sounders? I think you, Drew Carrey. Drew Carrey. Drew Carey. Yeah, Drew Carey. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Uh,
3: well, Rick Ross owned a uh, League of Legends team. And it, oh, shit. Yeah, uh, but then this whole issue happened. No, not Rick Ross. I'm sorry. Uh, Shoot. The Lakers uh, player, Ross. What, what's his name again? You, for the Lakers, Ross something
1: lakers player ross yeah
3: fox rocks what is it fox ah oh, damn it i forgot i already forgot his name but he was an old uh lakers player and he owned echo fox terrence ross i don't remember his name but anyways any big nba player honestly or yeah. football yeah pretty much it would hype him up especially echo fox just all of a sudden got so many fans when uh he got announced rick rick fox rick fox i think Oh okay okay okay, okay. Yeah, yeah he yeah, owned yeah, an LCS right. team and it, it just it it made a big fan base for Echo Fox after that. That's
0: a good one. That's a good idea. Yeah, if you could, if you already have a sports team, a sports player get involved. Yeah, that's you know that's just fan to fan. That's perfect.
3: And then oh, that's th- good. and then especially if you go to those games like he would and just sign autographs and stuff like that. I mean, you're already pulling so many more people just right there.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so that's that's it for our uh, articles on eSports. If you guys want to watch some, we have some upcoming matches. September 3rd, we have Houston Outlaws taking on Boston Uprising. That's on Overwatch. Justin, or, uh, Washington Justice takes on Vancouver Titans. That's both on the 3rd. On the 4th, we have London Spitfires versus the Hunters. You guys can watch that. Uh, for LCS, we have um, on the 1st, which I think this is when it's coming out, um, we have uh, Spain's uh, Giants taking on uh, G2 Arctic. And then uh, if you're looking over at Dota, we have uh, on the third, we have uh, Nigma taking on OG. We have Team Secret taking on Evil Genius. Evil Genius should be able to win that one pretty easily. Uh, and then Counter-Strike coming up on the second. We have a lot of matches. So a couple of the highlights is Team Vitality taking on Ninjas of Pajamas. And then we have FaZe Clan, of course, everybody knows FaZe Clan taking on uh, Mouse's Sports. FaZe Clan should be able to win that because they're jerks and can buy everybody. <laughs> so should be a pretty easy win for them. Uh that is it for us this week, guys. Uh I am excited for all these games that got announced during Gamescom. Yeah. I think that's really my big, big focus is how good Gamescom was. Um my wallet is gonna be hurting the holiday season, man. It's gonna be rough. Got a PS5 and all these games to buy. Mm-hmm. Um, right.
2: Quick question for you, Frank. How many dogs are you gonna get on Sea of Thieves?
0: Wait, are dogs coming to Sea of Thieves? I was
2: gonna say our dogs see the Thieves? Oh yeah, you guys didn't see that one? No, I yeah. didn't see that. Yeah. Oh um, come on! Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're releasing dogs. soon as oh, you guys shot. We just kind of passed over it. No. I've got my
0: monkey and my cat already. I got to get the dog.
2: Oh, right. I mean, and are you gonna name it after one of your two dogs or? Something I'm gonna have to different? get two
0: dogs. Yeah, I'm gonna have to have an egg <laughs> and a beans. Yeah, yeah.
3: That's I want, I want a chicken as my pet. <laughs> chicken, <laughs> that's what Ch- I'm waiting for, chicken.
0: Oh they, man they
2: already have chickens in the game just
3: I know find them I kill them. You could capture them and like make tame them so they could follow you that would be amazing <laughs> I love Squeez- my tur yeah y-
2: you missed a
0: hell of a crazy night last night it was so rough so <laughs> yeah. me Daniel and, and Jonathan were playing and first off we downed one of the big guys and then some ship rolled up on us took our stuff and then they logged off so it was did like you why'd first you guys- off, that took us forever <laughs> yeah right that did that took us like half an hour of fighting one guy uh and then my controller like my because i use a gamepad uh, or not a gamepad but basically a keyboard my keyboard yep. lost all its hotkeys so i could only attack with a sword <laughs> bring out my shovel or bring out my uh, compass that was all i can do so i could like even during the quest i'm just like i got the compass guys where are we headed that God, was that it
1: sounds so frustrating if i was yeah. <laughs> sitting there with you guys
0: <laughs> it was a lot of fun though. it was a mess but it was a yeah. lot of fun you missed uh, out on a good what lot. did
1: you get the treasures out of it though or you just lost completely lost it
0: we lots, we ended up getting some us. other treasures, but we lost from uh, that killing that one guy. We lost everything yeah. because Damn. they logged off, and it was just us and them on the server. So then it made us change servers. Oh so shit! All of our stuff was gone. Wow. So yeah, this is a real pain.
2: But it was a good boss fight, and good to learn how to fight him. Anyways,
0: yeah, go we'll back practiced. and
3: nail it a lot better blah, blah, blah. next time.
0: I don't think I don't think Daniel's on board trying to fight him
2: again.
3: That should give me a headache. <laughs> we need four people. <laughs> we need I mean, four was- people.
2: Once you learn his uh, his attacks too, when he's gonna do what, then it's a little bit easier.
0: If we were to line him up where the cannons from the ship can fight at, fire out at him, I think it would help a lot too.
2: Yep.
0: And bring some barrels. Barrels would be important. Um. Okay, guys. Until the ship
2: gets rocked by by a blast.
0: Yeah, it's true. Yeah, we got the things coming from the skies. Oh, it was a mess. Um. If you guys want to support the podcast, audibletrial.com dot backslash geek freaks. Check out the Sandman. By the way, the Sandman is an original from Audible. So that means that if you go for the Audible trial, you can get the Sandman, an additional original, and an audiobook of your choice. So you actually, you know, can get another Audible book this week or this month. Uh, and join us in that. We'll be we'll be going over that next month, uh, midweek, mid-month, next month. Um, and then uh Discord link will be in the uh, description if you guys want to join us on Discord. Uh if you see nobody on there, just kind of connect and one of us will probably hop in pretty soon a lot of times we have the discord open for for chat but we don't actually join voice until we see other people join voice So feel free to join us guys uh, and just keep things cool don't be a jerk Uh, and that should be good (laughs) Uh, that's gonna be it for you guys uh, for us this week you guys thank you guys for joining us and we'll talk to you guys later bye thank you for joining us on the geek freaks podcast